0: Do you know that from your position, you can change a situation? Do you also know that you are the master over the created world and that you are meant to rule over everything God has made? Listen carefully to Pastor Shegun Obaje as he brings to you with simplicity and clarity the message of the new creation realities in Christ Jesus. Be blessed as you listen.
1: Praise the Lord! Now we are looking at Genesis of the new creation man in Christ Jesus. Amen? Genesis of the new creation man in Christ Jesus. Last week we um, made to understand that the new creation man in Christ Jesus is that man of whom all that he has become is of God. Praise the Lord! Please don't forget that. The new creation man in Christ Jesus is the one of whom all that he has become in Christ Jesus is of God. Hallelujah! All that he has become in Christ Jesus is of God. Praise the Lord. All, not some. All. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen makes us to understand that if any man be in Christ, Amen. Praise the Lord. Now we're looking at Genesis of the new creation man in Christ Jesus. Amen. Genesis of the new creation man in Christ Jesus. Last week we made um, to understand that the new creation man in Christ Jesus is that man of whom all that he has become is of God. Praise the Lord. Please don't forget that. The new creation man in Christ Jesus is the one of whom all that he has become in christ jesus is of god hallelujah all that he has become in christ jesus is of god praise the lord all not some all hallelujah second corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 makes us to understand that if any man be in christ is a new creature all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And all things are of God. Praise the Lord. All things are of God. Not some things. All things. All things. All things. All things. Hallelujah. All things. Amen. Amen. Now we, we are going on in this study. Amen. Genesis of the new creation man In Christ Jesus Praise the Lord Now Today we are going to be starting from The book of Ephesians chapter 4 I mean 1 Ephesians chapter 1 We read from verse 1 down to 6 Amen Ephesians chapter 1 From verse 1 down to 6 Praise the Lord Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 1 down to 6. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1. Amen. Ephesians 1, 1 to 6. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in christ jesus grace be to you and peace from god our father and from the lord jesus christ blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in christ according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace wherein he had made us accepted in the beloved praise the Lord now the genesis of the new creation man in Christ Jesus did not start when Jesus Christ came to actualize the plan of salvation. To carry out the plan of redemption. It actually started before the foundation of the world. Praise the Lord. It started in the predetermined council of the Father. Hallelujah. It started long time ago. Ever before the world existed. Ever before there was Adam. Ever before the foundation of the world. Praise the Lord. Genesis of the new creation man was the perfect plan of the Father. The perfect design of the Father. Praise the Lord. Now, if you read verse 3: Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. Praise the Lord. In Christ ever before the foundation of the world he blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ in other words it was the father's design it was the father's plan it was the father's predetermined cancer that every one of us will be in Christ Jesus and will be blessed with all spiritual blessings hallelujah ever before the fall of Adam ever before Adam came to the scene at all it was the plan of the Father. Praise the Lord. So the new creation man in Christ Jesus is not a coincidence, so to speak. It's not a quickly formed or quickly made kind of plan that the Father did after the fall of Adam. Hallelujah. It was his dream ever before Adam came to the scene. Praise the Lord. And if you look at the wisdom of God, the wisdom of God prepares for things before they happen. And that's why the Bible says he's the God who declares the end from the beginning. Praise the Lord. So Genesis of the new creation man started when God, before the foundation of the world, predetermined in his counsel, in his will, in his love, in his purpose, to have a family in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now look at verse 4. According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. He chose us in whom? In Christ Jesus. In whom did he choose us? In Christ Jesus. He chose us in Christ. According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy. And without blame before him. In love. Now the plan and the dream of the father. Please let's follow. Irrespective of the rain. Amen. The perfect dream and the plan of the father. Is that. There be a family. In the anointed one with his anointing in Christ and that family will be accepted by him praise the Lord it's going to be a family that has a sense of belonging to him it's a family in whom there is no fault in whom there is no blame in whom there is no spot hallelujah A family that is perfect in his sight. So, in that family, there will be free access to the father. And free access of the father to the family. And they can work together as one big family. Christ himself being the head of that family... And he is the fatherhood of that family. Or the father of that family. Standing in the fatherhood of that family. That was the design of God. From the foundation of the world. Ever before he started creation at all. That was what he thought in his mind. That was what he predetermined. Praise the Lord. Now look at verse 4. Beloved. According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. In other words, the plan of the Father is that this family will be what? Will be righteous. Will be holy. You know what that means? This family will not have any sense of anything called error or sin. Praise the Lord. That was His design. That we should be holy and without blame. There will not be any such thing that the father could blame in this family. That was the family he taught about and planned before time in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Now we are going somewhere, you will get something now. Praise God. Mm. Look at verse 5. Now this family is to be holy and without blame before the father in love. In other words, it's a love family. Hallelujah. He did not plan for hatred at all in this family. The new creation was the Father's dream before the foundation of the world. And his plan is that this family will walk in love, holily, without blame, before Him, walking in love. Because this family is a love family. The children in this family are love children. Born of a love God. Praise the Lord. The Bible says God is love. God is not faith. Faith is of God, hope is of God, but God is not faith. God is love. And the height of the demonstration of the love of God is in his fatherhood. Hallelujah. The height of fatherhood the peak of fatherhood is when you begin to walk in love irrespective of what your child or your son does you love him irrespective of what he does and you seek to correct whatever he's done wrong he might be rebuked but you are eternally committed to him that's what it means to love praise the lord so it's a love family of a love god amen A love father over love children who are working in love. So it's all about love. Hallelujah. It's all about love. It's a love family. In other words, the dream of the father is that I will have a family that will reflect my love nature. Not just towards one another, but towards me. They will love me with all of their heart. They will love me passionately. I will not need to remote control them before they love me. I won't need to sack them up before they go out for me. Amen. They will just go out for me. They will be passionate about me. They will love one another. Amen. Because it's a love family. I am love. They will reflect my nature. That was a dream of the Father. Ever before he created Adam at all. That was his dream. So the new creation is not that well. When Adam fell, so God now thought about something as a second plan. And said, Ah, this man has fallen now. What do I do now? What do I do now? That's not God. God doesn't do like that. If you have that kind of God, then he has lost control. He knows the end from the beginning. So the new creation beloved is the dream of the father. I want to put it this way. The new creation is the love dream of the father. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. It's the love dream of the father. Have you ever sat down before as a student? And you sit down, you cross your leg, and you begin to think in your mind when you get married. If you had not gotten engaged at all at that time, then begin to figure out ah kind of woman I'll get engaged to wow, a woman that is caring, a woman that is submissive, a woman that is loving, a woman that is just like me, that I can expose my fault to and she will cover me. Amen? And say, said, let's go together. We can make it together. Amen? A woman that I will have a sense of belonging to. My wife, myself, my flesh. One with me. And then you begin to imagine When you'll be going out for a picnic. (laughs) And then imagine your children. Probably you are thinking of bearing twins. Amen. And then you begin to think about it. Twins and in the car. Just driving and just driving on and Junior is just patting me at the back and I'm just laughing. Junior, yeah. You know. And you're just dreaming. You have not been there yet. But you're just dreaming that, look, this is the kind of family I want. That was what the Father was doing before the foundation of the world. And you know, the dreams of God are not balloon dreams. They're not dreams that are born out of fleshly manifestations, so to speak. They were born out of His will. He will never dream whatsoever is not possible. Every thought in the heart of the Father is a possibility. And I tell you the truth. The new creation is the love dream of the Father. You are a love child of the Father. The new creation is the love dream of the Father. (laughs) Hallelujah. Uh, The new creation. When God was dreaming about the new creation, He smiled. (laughs) He said, that's what I want. And then the Holy Ghost wrote it down. It is written. Praise the Lord. Written to come to pass. The Father was dreaming before the foundation of the world. Thank God for the word of God that that shows us the dream of the Father before the foundation of the world. Hallelujah. Do you see that? Look at verse 5. Having predestinated us to, be ad- to, to the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. In other words, the dream of the father, the new creation is according to the good pleasure of his will. When he dreamt it and chose that family in his dream in his divine mind, in the mind of deity. He liked it. That choice was pleasurable to him. He smiled about it. <laughs> it pleased his heart. It pleased his will. Amen. It pleased his will. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Hmm. According to the good pleasure of his will. Verse 6. To the praise of his glorious grace. Or the glory of his grace. Wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. Praise the Lord. Wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. Praise the Lord. Wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. In the beloved. Now I will show you that when God started out to create man. He was actually carrying out his dream. He was bringing out his will to pass. His delight that he rejoiced over ever before. He knew it was as good as done. Just thinking it was as good as done to him. So he rejoiced over the new creation. And laughed and rejoiced and was glad. He was excited when he had that dream. And when he was done with the dream, he was excited. He rejoiced. He was full of joy. Praise the Lord. Now come with me to Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. And then he stepped out into bringing that dream into reality. He stepped out into manifesting that dream. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Come, let us create man in our own image. After our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. And over the fowl of the air. And over the cattle and over all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Hallelujah. Ah, Thank you Lord Jesus. Now you will know that even Adam, praise the Lord, was chosen in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. some of you looked at me and said hmm there is a revelation of Jesus unto us that Adam did not know we are going to see the word of God I am not willing to say anything out of mere hallucination of the mind or imagination praise the Lord I speak by the will of God. Now, God created Adam in whose image? In his very own image. After his likeness. In his very own image after his likeness. Hallelujah. If you read Proverbs chapter 8... When wisdom was speaking, you would think it was just mere inspiration in thoughts that was speaking. And it got to a time, the person of wisdom was revealing himself. That he had been with the Father, with God, before the foundation of the world. And then, if you read on in the word of God, by the revelation of the word of God, you will see that that same wisdom, all right, was also called the Word of God. We couldn't have known him as the Word of God. You see, Jesus Christ still has some very beautiful names that we don't know yet. Praise God. May you know, he said he's going to give us some beautiful stones. You understand? And we will write upon the stones. What is he going to write there? How many of us have read Revelation? Uh, I don't want us to go into that soon. Let's just stop here. I don't want us to go into that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, thank God for the revelation of the Holy Spirit given to John, the beloved. Amen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Amen. The Bible says, the same was with God. In the beginning, all things were made by him. And there was nothing made that was made without him. In verse 14, the Bible says, And the word became flesh. And the word dwells among us. And we behold the glory of that Word as the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth." So we see that the Jesus, the Savior that saved us, was the word at the beginning. If Adam never failed. Amen. You wouldn't have known him as Savior. That's why it's I am that I am. Praise God. <laughs> okay, let's go bit by bit. Praise God. Amen. Because I, I sense the Holy Spirit pointing off some things on the inside of me. Praise God. Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God made man in his very own image, his own image after his likeness. But thank God for the revelation of God that makes us understand that who is that image? Now you agree that Adam was made in the image of God after his life and God said let us. And he wasn't going to do anything that was contrary to what he has chosen to do. He works everything according to the counsel of his will. Whatever he has chosen to do, he does. Praise the Lord. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. Colossians um, 1, before we get to 27, let's start from verse 15 first, or let's say 14, we could read on to 27 to get the whole picture, but let's start from verse 14. In whom we have we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Who is the image of the invisible God? The firstborn of every creature. Now this place is talking about whom? It's talking about Christ. He is the image of the invisible God. In whose image Adam was made? Hello? Hello? That was God's plan. That was God's dream. Now, turn with me to the book of Hebrews, the first chapter. I just want us to read through. I don't want to quote. Let's just read through so that we can follow as we go through. Praise the Lord. Hebrews chapter 1, and verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory, And the express image of his person. And upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself pushed our sins. Sat down on the right hand of majesty on earth. Talking about Christ. Praise the Lord. When he created Adam in his image. Adam did not know in whose image. Specifically in the Godhead that He was created in. Or according. Praise the Lord. But thank God for the unveiling of the mind of God. Amen. You now there are some things that, that's why if you see people who have some very deep insight in the Word of God, You might not hear some things from their mouth until you say some things or some things happen. Amen? Now, how many of us knew that we would judge angels? That wouldn't have happened if the Corinthians were not living anyhow. They were living anyhow and it got to a point that (laughs) they were taking their cases to unbelievers to judge over them. And they said look brethren you don't have to go that far are there not holy brethren who have wisdom amidst you who can judge this matter and you now take your case your matter to an unbeliever to judge or rule over don't you know that you are going to judge angels that was in him by revelation but he never said it before praise God and that's why the dealings of God with his people When you walk with the Lord, there are some deep things He begins to unveil to you, of course, not contrary to the Word of God. Amen, but deep that eyes reading through line and line of the Word of God, in terms of the letter of the word, cannot see until the Spirit of God reveals it to you. You know, I was studying the Word of God when the Apostle Paul was making us realize that, look, when Jesus Christ died, he became sick, How could we have known that? That he actually died spiritually on the cross. He became sin. Second Corinthians 5.21 For he who knew no sin was made sin for us. That we might become righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And that when he became sin, the devil who had death dealing power held him. And held him and for just that moment rejoiced over him because of us. And then, the Spirit of God began to bring it up that what had been prophesied through the psalmist in Psalm 22, hallelujah, was what God was acting out in the person of Christ on the cross. Now, can you use common sense to link that up? Hello? Huh? Can you use common sense? In Psalm 16, verse 10, when he said, you will not... Allow me to stay in hell. You will never allow your Holy One to see corruption. The person that prophesied that just said it. He do not understand what he said. What he said by the Holy Ghost. But Paul in Acts chapter 13, verse 33, referred to that, that when he was raised from the dead, God was fulfilling that word. Now, could you link that up with common sense? And that's why if you read the Bible with common sense, you you can't pick anything. This, this is life. Now, is that outside the word of God? No. But if you read just reading like this, can you pick it up? No. Except revealed by the Holy Ghost. That what was said in Psalm 2, when he said, I will declare the decree the Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. God said that ahead of time. When Jesus Christ in hell, that became sin and died spiritually, would will be declared his son, the firstborn of the new creation. <laughs> now, if you read Acts, I'm just bringing all these bits and and that's why a set man who is sent with a word from God called of God huh is not rated based on his level of oration is not rated based on his eloquence is rated based on his deep dealings with the lord hallelujah okay let me let me go bit by bit now praise God huh okay now Adam was made in whose image in the image of God who is the image of God Christ is the image of God is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of every creature that's what the word of God says amen and then Hebrews chapter 1 verse 4 Makes us to understand that, you see verse 3 now, that he is the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, the person of God. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Oh, the depth of the riches of God. Hallelujah. Both of his wisdom and knowledge, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Except the Holy Ghost shows his ways. You can't know them. Nobody finds his ways. He's searching in the laboratory. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, do you see that? So Adam had a love nature. God is love. The love of God is demonstrated in His Son. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. So that is the image, the representation of who God is, the Son. Nobody has seen God before, nobody has put His head on his bosom. Nobody has seen his face before, but the Son of God has come to declare him. <laughs> Praise God! And by understanding the Son, we know who the Father is. So he is the image of God. He is the image of the invisible God. Hallelujah! The express image of his person. Are, are we following? Please let's follow. <laughs> Praise God. So God created Adam in the image of his son. That was the dream of the father. Praise the Lord. That was the dream of the Father. That Adam will be in his likeness, in his own image, will be in his class, so to speak. When I say class, I mean will be in his class of being. Class of being. Human beings are in the same class of being, true or false. Dogs are in the same class of being. Dogs human beings are not in the same class of being. The dream of the father is to have children that will be in his own class of being, who have his own image, who have his own likeness, who can flow with him and fellowship with him without any sense of intimidation. Yes, they are not the Almighty God, so to speak. Amen. But they are the children of the Almighty God. Hallelujah. they are not omnipotent so to speak but they are the children of the omnipotent God and his omnipotence is given to them as they need it it's a new creation that there is no limitation, you know on Sunday we were talking about the fact that Adam did not have any boats in the garden of Eden, they had four rivers in that garden and the Lord gave him a commandment Keep and tend the garden. He didn't have any agricultural tools or implement. <laughs> oh, that man called Adam, the dream of the father, the delight of the father, would walk on waters, crossing the rivers without any limitation. He wouldn't think twice. Wherever he wanted to go, he could go. Hallelujah. He wasn't limited. He couldn't be hindered. He had everything to himself. God reserved his coming into being for some time, preparing for him. For five solid days, the omnipotent God was preparing for this new creation. You know how much he loves this new creation? How much he loves this man. praise the Lord. He was preparing. He created the birds of the air, the sun, the moon and all the lights in the sky. He created the fishes in the sea, the beasts that crawl on the ground. He made everything, the plants and all kinds of fruits having their seeds in themselves. Just because of Adam. He wasn't interested in eating fruits, praise the Lord. He was not interested in eating any fruit. Just because of him. Amen. And the truth was that Adam was choosing in the glory of God. The glory of God was his covering. <laughs> Hallelujah. The glory of God was his covering. What is man that thou art mindful of him, nor the son of man that thou visited him? For thou hast crowned him with what? Glory and honor. The glory of God was upon Adam. He didn't have physical clothes as we have it. No tie, no trousers. Amen. He didn't have shoes, no designers. Praise God. He was contained in the glory of God. His glory, the glory of God, was his covering. Amen. And do you know that? Glory? Turn with me to Romans chapter eight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Let's read from verse... um, Let's go to 6 first, before we come to 8. Romans 6. If we start the reading from verse um, 4. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father. That as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father. Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father. Do you see that? Let somebody shout hallelujah. Romans the 8th chapter. And then go to verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Hallelujah. Are you following? Please you have to follow. It's very important that you follow. Amen. Inductively, we could say, in Romans chapter 6, verse 4, the Bible says, Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. And in Romans chapter 8, verse 11, the Bible makes us understand that the Spirit of the Father raised Christ from the dead. So the Spirit of the Father is the glory of the Father. Adam was crowned with the glory of the father. Anointed. Adam was literally walking in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. That was the plan of the father to be chosen in Christ. That was his family. Christ, the anointed one with his anointing. Adam was under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. He never knew anything of fear. He did not know anything called lack. He never knew anything called intimidation. There was no sickness in him. He was always strong. To the extent that when God wanted to pull out a woman out of him, God had to cause him to sleep. Full of strength and power. Everywhere, anytime, any day, moving around. <laughs> He was walking in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. He was chosen in the anointed one with his anointing, Christ. That was a dream of the Father according to Ephesians 1. Do you see? And so, Adam was walking. That was his covering. That was his clothing. That was his designer. His designer was the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon him. His clothing, his garment was the anointing of the Holy Spirit. He was clothed with the honor of God. He was clothed with the glory of God. He was clothed with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And then the Antichrist came. You see, the devil is always against the anointing. Any day, any time. He doesn't like the anointing. You can be doing everything you're doing if there's no grace, there's no oil, you can't intimidate it. The very moment the oil of God shows up he is to find a way to pull you out of that grace and that oil. is the Antichrist? Praise the Lord. For a solid 30 years we never saw in the word of God for once that the devil tempted Jesus when he was just Jesus. Did you hear anything temptation But the very moment the glory of God came upon him. Hallelujah. And he began to live the life that Adam lived then. Praise God. On the globe. Amen. The very moment the devil saw that the anointing landed on him, he began to follow him about. Why? Why? Because he wants to pull him out of the anointing. Because he knows that when he's stripped of that anointing, he's ordinary. When he's stripped of that anointing, he needs bold face to look bold. He wants to get angry at everyone. And that is, he's not bold on the inside. He needs bold face. He needs to add this and add that and add that and, and then add all the things together before it can look composed. But under the anointing there's rest. There's covering. The glory of God is covering. Bible says upon all the glory shall be a defense. It's a defense. You don't fight for yourself when the covering comes on you. You just smile and pity the person that is fighting against you. And and shame me. When they moved from one nation to another nation, from one people of one language to another language, he suffered no man to do them wrong. He rebuked kings for their sake, saying, Touch not my anointed, and do my prophets in harm." The glory of God is God's jealousy. Hallelujah. You don't touch the glory of God and go suffering. You see that? So Adam was chosen in Christ. And when the Holy Spirit showed me that, I said, Say it again, beloved. I want to hear. Praise God. It's my beloved friend. Hallelujah. Say it again. Say it again. Let me hear that. Praise the Lord. (laughs) And I jumped up. I said, Let's echo this thing again. Praise God. Until I begin to run around this room. Don't stop saying it. Amen. And now I see my position in Him, glory to God, lead to wonder why the Bible says, Christ in us, living being, overflowing and overwhelming us, is the hope of realizing the glory. So, what did he do? Did he do anything contrary to what he determined or predetermined before the foundation of the world? No. He did it again. But now, with much more glory. Hallelujah. Because that's God for you. You can't do something again and you just do it the way he did it before. If you want to see dynamism, if you want to see varieties, huh? And then come near God. You will see dynamism. We will do it with much more glory. Do you see the dream of the Father? What did the Antichrist do? What did the devil do? You see, please understand this, beloved. That anything that wants to... (laughs) Take you out of the covering of the anointing is, is the Antichrist. Don't, uh, you see, no, let is incorrect Alright? That's the Antichrist. And that's what the devil is doing. He knows that man, without the crown of the glory and the honor of God, can't do nothing. How many of us want to do good here? An unbeliever can give bags of rice, True of us. A believer can do also. Amen? There's nothing wrong with that. Get me right. Don't go and say, but I said, doing good is, you is, uh, uh, shouldn't be giving. Please, so I didn't say that. <laughs> God help you in Jesus' name. <laughs> but there's a doing good in the anointing. How God anointed Jesus Christ of the Holy Ghost and with power who went about. Amen. Everywhere he went, he was doing good. What kind of good? Healing the sick. All those that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. That was more than natural doing good or doing good naturally. If somebody is crippled, if you give him bags of rice, he's not going to be raised from his condition of crippledness. Praise the Lord. But as a doing good, silver and gold, I don't have the Lord. But what I have, I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. That's doing good. Amen? You walked. you're in the bus. Then you perceive by the Holy Ghost that this person is going, immediately he leaves this bus, he's going to commit suicide. He's already hopeless. Then you pick it up and said, you won't go to commit suicide, would you? <laughs> don't worry about tire, don't worry about dial. Whatever they have done, that notwithstanding. But this is the word of the Lord to you. You mention their names supernatural. <laughs> Amen. It's a form of doing good. Most of us say, is this thing possible? <laughs> is it? Is it possible? This man is just blowing us upon unnecessarily. Where is he really talking from? Praise the Lord. <laughs> I remember one day I was coming from lecture theatre and I was just dragging my feet because I was a bit tired and the Holy Ghost spoke up within me, join yourself to that brother. And then I did and as I was running to join myself with him. Revelations began to come into my heart. This is what he's thinking about. This is this, this, this. He's already hopeless. Tell him this, tell him that. Tell him God loves him. And I did. Praise the Lord. And he said, How did you know I have not discussed this thing with anybody? It has been a thought within me, bothering me. I said, Well, I'm not omniscient. Praise God. <laughs> God revealed to me. Praise God. Secret things belong to the Lord, but things that I revealed belong to us. He revealed them, so I know what has been revealed. Praise the Lord. It's not that I know all things, amen, as an omniscient, so to speak, hallelujah. And he was greatly comforted. Comfort of the spirit, love in the spirit. Have you had such clauses or phrases before? Comfort of the spirit, love in the spirit, amen. And God is taking you there, amen? Because that's the dream of the Father. If you don't want to get into that dream, <laughs> that means you have to get out of Christ. Because that's the dream of the Father. <laughs> praise the Lord. Ah, praise the Lord. So when the Antichrist came, what did he do? What did, what did the devil do? Huh? He wanted to lure the man
0: out of
1: that covering by kicking against the God of the covering and that's what he does now and he's still doing that Let's go to the book of Genesis Amen We are looking at you can come forward and sit down. Amen. I wish I could just sit down in the middle of you all and begin to share this truth. Praise the Lord. So that you can feel me and I can feel you. Amen. Was anybody feeling me now? <laughs> Praise the Lord. When I say feel me, do you understand what I mean? Hallelujah. In other words, am I communicating? Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast. Any beast of the field which the Lord God had made, and he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? As God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden see where he was driving at was driving at something and the woman said unto the serpent we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden God had said you shall not eat of it neither shall you touch it lest you die Now, look at Genesis chapter 2, verse 17, what God said to Adam. And it was the responsibility of Adam to communicate that to his wife. Praise the Lord. How's his responsibility? But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Let's not say surely. Ah, just as surely as surely is, the word of God is sure. Thou shall surely die. Now, the dream of the father, hello, is to have a family of love, walking in love, first towards him and towards one another. And then the height of demonstration of love is obedience. Hello? So you had to give them a commandment. To test that, if you go to Ephesians chapter 1, he said he chose us in Christ Jesus before the foundation of the world to walk in holiness, amen, without blame, before him in love. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And that test is still in Christ Jesus today. Hello? God needed or wanted a love family. Born of love. Responding in love to the Father. And responding in love to one another. That was the dream of the Father. Praise the Lord. And the height of demonstrating that love is obedience. Willing obedience. Prompt obedience. And he said, if you get out of this love that preserves you, you will surely die because anything that is not within the scope of my dream will not leave. Now of all the fruits of the trees of this garden you may freely eat. Hello? But of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you must not eat or shall not eat. The very day you eat of that tree of the fruit of that tree, it's not that you may die. And <laughs> you shall surely die. You look, he put the word surely there. In other words, she shall surely be separated from me. She will be in Oyo. You know what the oyo is. On, you will be on your own. That's the meaning of that. The very day you eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good, or Yolua, you will be on your own.
0: <laughs>
1: Praise the Lord. Because my dream is to have what? A love family. People will love me, not like angels love me. Angel Gabe, Go and do the, Yes, sir. Uh, come and uh, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's military love they have towards God. But this family is not gonna have military love towards me. They will love me willingly, heartily. You understand? They will deliberately love me. <laughs> Hello. When angels are worshipping me, I know that when <laughs> So let them keep doing that. But when my children lift up holy hands and say, Father, oh, something comes up on the inside of me. Mm, That is it. come on. (laughs) Because this is a this is willing worship. It's not you are you are doing it from the heart, serving the Lord Christ heartily, heartily, as unto the Lord It's coming from within. You activate your will to do it. It's a love family and there must be a love test. someone why did God put it? Uh-uh, why did God <laughs> if he didn't put it there, that means he didn't want to he didn't mean to actualize or carry out his dream. Hello? so amen the Antichrist came now let's go to chapter three the devil now came all right and now look at what he said <laughs> now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the feed which the Lord God had made and he said unto the woman yea had God said you shall not eat of the of every tree." of the garden? Hmm? Do you see how you treat the question? (laughs) Praise God! (laughs) Don't tell me the devil is not wise He is wise in his own conceit, in his own realm. If you get into his realm, he will outsmart you, beat your hands down, level you on the floor. Except you act in the wisdom of God. That is when you can outwit the devil. But if you want to begin the reason in the realm of the devil, we are still going to come to the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Amen? Talking about the Leviticus of the new man in Christ. Hallelujah. <laughs> Look at how he threw the question to them. As God said, <laughs> I want everyone of us to read it together. Amen? Now, let's read verse 1 together. 1, 2, 3, go. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God has made. And he said unto the serpent, Yea, had God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Has God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Now, it didn't come in the similitude of Lucifer that became Satan, so to speak. He came in the similitude of of a serpent. Hmm? He came in the similitude of a serpent. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, "Ye shall not eat of it; neither shall you touch it, lest ye die." God has said. And the serpent said unto the woman, "Ye shall not surely die." Changes the word of God gives you the opposite of it. <laughs> God doesn't. Uh, uh, God is not that mean now. Uh, is he not love? you shall not surely die (laughs) you shall not surely die (laughs) verse 17 of chapter 2 says thou shall surely die chapter 3 verse 4 says you shall not surely die amen now don't go and quote that believing God for a long life the devil said that God didn't say that amen you shall not surely die the word of God says in Genesis chapter 3 verse four, who said that first listen know. Eh? <laughs> and, and the serpent said unto the woman you shall not surely die for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof Then your eyes shall be opened and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil, knowing good and evil, knowing good and evil. Oh, thank you, Father. The will of the Father was to preserve them in good, not knowing evil. How many of us would want to give back to children and say, about the hunger if they are so if they are punished and they are beaten by poverty wounded they will learn their lesson have, have you seen any good father like that don't worry don't let them come inside the room they shouldn't sleep inside what makes what stops them from sleeping under the tree let them sleep under the tree when when the cold begins to come down on them they will understand that life life is more than bed, bed of roses what was the will of the Father? Preserve them in good. Don't The will of the Father was, let them stay in this good. I don't want them to know anything evil. But the devil says, look, life is not complete until you know good and evil. Know evil. If you know evil, you will know. But, ah, life is more than one. There is another dimension of life. <laughs> but the love of the father says no I don't want you to know that side to live without me is disastrous you will surely die you will be on your own do you understand that I want to preserve you in my love stay in my love stay in my love I don't want you to get out of my love Just stay inside my love that's where life is that's where prosperity is that's where everything good is stay in my law and then let my honor my glory the anointing preserve you so that you can perform in the fullness of that which I've made you to be don't step outside that law don't eat that fruit devil says look life is not complete what is health health is obeying god. What is prosperity? It is obeying god. It is equal to obeying god. What is long life? It is obeying god. He say, well, why can't I taste the other side? It's, you know, it, it is the devil's mentality in culture, like Yoruba culture. You know what people say? That, that if you have not really suffered, you can't appreciate wealth and enjoyment. You understand? It's a product of the demonic thinking flowing in culture. It is possible to appreciate wealth. Born in wealth, working in wealth. And that is the love of the Father to keep you in that which he has prepared for you. Do, don't know that thing. That thing without me. That experience without my covering. <laughs> the Father knew it. that I don't want you to know it. I don't want you. Stay in my love. Keep responding in obedience to me. That's my dream. Not just as a robot but willingly. Praise the Lord. Look at verse 5, for verse, verse 5 of chapter 3, For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof then your eyes shall be opened, do you see that, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And that was the truth in a sense, so to speak. Of course a fact in the sense that he wanted to introduce them to evil he knew that the very moment they tasted good and evil they will never be able to have power to tame evil because they will be without God and so he can tame them if not for Christ many of us who didn't have good upbringing who went into smoking, humanizing masturbation, all kinds of terrible things if not for Christ we would not have left that thing we'll just continue in it because we didn't have power to stop it we just kept doing it and that's the knowledge of evil See, so let me taste it and and you keep tasting it It you take a supernatural power to, to stop you from tasting it <laughs> I tell you the truth Glory to God (laughs) Okay let's read verse 6 Let's quickly leave this place now And the woman saw that the tree Was good for food I don't know how many times The devil came But she began to see that what God said was not good for food was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise do you see that? she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her and he did it do you see that? Verse 7, where the eyes opened like the devil said, yes, open to what God wanted them to know. No. Open to what God did not want them to know. There is something the devil wants to show you that God doesn't want you to see. Huh? <laughs> he wants to show you something. Come and see this thing. And <laughs> God says, son, don't see it. I know the outcome. For there, there is a way that seems right unto him but the end thereof are ways of death, destruction ways one way producing many ways huh? (laughs) Okay. and the eyes of them both were opened look at verse 7 and me there was an awareness for the very first time. What the devil wanted to show them he has successfully shown them. And they knew that they were naked and they sowed fig leaves. Fig leaves. Look at the daftness of Adam. The man who named all the animals without thinking twice was, just became so daft. So his brain could not function without the glory of God. Because under the glory of God, yeah, that's the superman glory to God. You know, he was a superman under the glory. And he saw how useless and the bundle of mess he was without the covering of that glory. <laughs> he saw it was good for nothing. I mean he should just run and kill an animal at least at least he should have known that, you know, skin, leather should cover better than tree or fig leaves he now plucked fig leaves and I was doing like this Ah! Hey! I was, I was surprised, I said, ah ah! Is this not the Adam in Genesis 2? Ah! What kind of Adam is this one? Oh? <laughs> Oh. And the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Aprons with what? Fig leaves. You know what apron is? Cover the front, leave the back. See? They are like this. <laughs> Look at Adam, Adam of all people, apron, not even a skirt or a short maker, apron ah uh, ah uh, and <laughs> apron with fig leaves How many of, some of us have seen a fig tree before? I wish I, I ha- if I have the opportunity I will get a fig tree and show you probably use a projector to show you a fig, a fig tree and fig leaves so that you see what Adam used to cover his nakedness you, you will pity him You have known evil now, haven't you? You've known how it is to be without the covering and the glory of God. You've known how to be on your own, Abby. That's what the devil wanted to show them. That there's there's another life outside this glory thing that you're enjoying. Just walk on waters. You know, you see leaves that are are growing your boundary. You say, from this side to this side, you measure it and say, I speak to you. Reduce. And the thing we call it without any agricultural tool. Now he had to come out and then be looking for digging and be looking for stones, sharpening stones. He was not sharpening stones. His mouth was not sharp again. He had to be looking for, for, for iron all around. When they discovered iron, oh, they were so happy. It was a discovery for them. The person who discovered that iron was one of their greatest scientists. They were so happy. Ah iron! Praise God! Then they started cutting, cutting trees, making boats. Then stay inside the boats and water will be carrying them. They now began to discover the law of flotation every other thing was suspended. They didn't know how God maintained his weight under the glory on water. They started discovering the gravity. As tall as Iroko tree was, he would move up under the glory and then speak to it. He could go up, he could go down. Hallelujah. Uplift under the glory. But now he had to battle with the of gravity, burning energy. You understand? Depleting the ozone layer for him to move up a bit and say aeroplane, yeah, 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 aeroplane, aeroplane. You see? It? <laughs> Destroying the ecosystem for him to fly. look at verse 8 and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden see where they were hiding themselves amongst the trees they were hiding from God amongst trees ah, God. Start using tree to cover yourself so that God will see (laughs) you. Fear came in for the first time they were afraid. Look at it. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, the voice that he had been hearing before then, and I was afraid. That's evil. He has known fear now. He never knew fear before. He never knew what was called fear. And was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. You see that. He has now known what we call evil. Evil. Let someone say evil. That is what God does not want you to know. It doesn't want you to know evil. He does not want you to know evil. Staying in his love is staying out of evil. <laughs> Praise God. So the devil successfully stole him out of the covenant of God. He stole him out of the covenant of God. Amen. Well, uh, there is something about Adam. One of these days we preach about the commitment of Adam. Amen. Adam was a committed man. was even committed to his wife in the fall. When he knew that his wife had missed it, he decided to fall with his wife. You know, Adam was not deceived. It was a woman that was deceived. Have you read that from your Bible? Now, I'm listening. I'm not somebody who's, I'm not, don't look at me and say, Pastor, it's you know, coming again. Pastor, don't like women. No, 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 no. I'm not talking out of frivolities. Get me right. Don't have sentiments towards me. Because some of you, they will be deceiving you. Don't, you see, talking about women and all that. Because that's, that's what the devil does, beguiling people from the simplicity of the gospel. I didn't say that the word of God says so. Open your Bibles to the New Testament. Second Timothy, okay, first Timothy chapter two, verse um, 13 have you found it? First Timothy chapter 2 verse 13. For Adam was first formed then Eve and Adam was not deceived but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Alright? Adam knew that look this my wife will surely die. I would rather die with my wife. If God will redeem both of us, if God will redeem my wife, God should redeem both of us. He knew what the wife did because he was with her. But whichever we ah, oh, eh, well, we you ah, well, <laughs> I, I can't leave my wife. I can't leave my wife. I would rather die with this woman. Than to live alone while this woman is dead. So, It was a man that had a full bite, A mm. man was let me taste it, it was tasting and full bites, was the same thing, we have both disobeyed God, amen, I know it was a full bite or a small taste, <laughs> praise God, one of these days we preach about the, the commitment of Adam, amen, praise God. So the devil successfully stole the man out of the covenant of God. He lured him to no evil and that's what the devil, there's nothing good the devil wants to show you. Let me tell you the truth. He didn't show Adam anything good. He didn't show Eve anything good. He showed them evil. The knowledge of fear. The devil will show you the knowledge of fear. The knowledge of lack. God drove them out of the garden. It was the love of God that drove them out of the garden. Do you know that? It wasn't his anger and his hatred, it was his love. Because in that garden, in the midst of that garden, there was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and there was a tree of life. The devil could also tempt them to go and eat the tree of life and they would remain sinners forever. They would just be permanently sinners. So his love drove them out. So that his dream Will come to pass. <laughs> Hallelujah. His love, that's who He is. His commandments are not grievous, they are not burdensome. They are love commandments given to a love family. Hallelujah. God is love. The devil is showing you that He's me. He says, he's saying, Don't do this on it? He doesn't want to kill you. Don't you know? Doesn't He know that you're in the flesh? Even people that went ahead of you, they, they did it. <laughs> but the truth is, he's not giving you the love commandment out of being mean or wicked. He is love. Spirit of God help our understanding. God is love. Let somebody shout God is love. love time is fast spent. But I'm going to stop and continue next week. Genesis of the new creation man. In Christ Jesus how God redeemed that man brought him back in Christ in the anointed one with his anointing that's the dream of father hallelujah God is love. open your Bibles to 1st John 4 8 we read it loud on our feet let's stand on our feet praise God
0: 1 John
1: 4.8 We'll read it at least three times probably seven times. I just want it to sink deep into your spirit. Huh? He's, he loves you absolutely. Absolutely. You see me, the way I am things are so stiff and nothing is moving. He loves me. Yes he does. Absolutely. 1st John 4, 8 Are you there? If you are there, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. 1st John 4, 8 1, 2, let's go. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. Shout it loud again. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. Now the big part, I want you to keep saying it. God is law. For God is law. For God is law. For God is law say to yourself for God is love for God is love for God is love, for God is, love. He is love to me he's love in my life he's love in my finance he's love in my academics he's love in my family he loves me he loves me he loves me I mean me I mean me he loves me if I were to be the only one on the earth he still had sent his son Jesus to die for me he loves me oh he loves me oh he loves me it's not that he loves me I cannot say why I know why he loves me because I am his dream (laughs) I am his love dream hallelujah and that the dream of the father will not come to pass Ah, uh-uh. is it that he doesn't have power to bring his dream to pass, or is he impotent, or he lacks wisdom? <laughs> he loves me, he loves me, he loves me, he loves me. He loves me, 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 loves me, he loves me, loves me, he loves me, he
0: loves me, he loves me. Oh, the father loves
1: me and Cured in his love he loves me 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 he about what i'm going through he loves me he's love he's love he loves me he cares for me casting all your cares upon the lord for he cares for you he cares for you affectionately he watches over you Fully and carefully, he loves me, he loves me, he loves
0: me, he loves me as much as he does Jesus. He loves me absolutely, he loves me passionately. He loves me we know you've been blessed by this message. For further information and details on how to be a partner, please contact. Shagul Badger Teaching Ministries on plus two three four seven zero six six four five three one two two or 234 zero, zero, Stay blessed.